KJAMS 105. KJAMS 105.3, sitting there, Purdue, me, your favorite radio reverend, preach easy in the morning. Good morning to you. I hope that this Sunday morning is going easy as your gospel should be. If this is your first time with me, then allow me to reintroduce myself. They call me Preach Easy, not because I'm easy on the eyes, because I believe the gospel should be easy like your Sunday morning. That means here on Kate Jones 105.3, we're going to be diving into the nitty gritty. You know, answering the questions that you ask yourself in the middle of the night, like, who am I? What is my purpose? Why did God make me? Well, I believe all the answers to that are real easy because they start with you. The journey getting there, the journey getting there is where it gets tough, where it gets a little difficult, but that's what I'm here for. As your favorite radio reverend, that's the most poppin' podcast, Pope. Oh, yes. I'm on all streaming platforms, so that means all you gotta do to stay tuned in and follow us up on this positive mindset series that we're on is to type in Preach Easy. Heck, you can type it in wherever it is that you listen to your music, you get your podcast. I made it so simple, so easy, that you can even type it on Google or Bing. You just go ahead and type in Preach Easy. That's P. R-E-A-C-H, put a little space in between, E dot Z, and that'll keep you tuned in and up to date on all of our new words and sermons as they come up. But today we are continuing on talking about how to focus on that positive mindset. We're releasing those counterproductive mindsets, and we are focusing in on some positive mindsets, trying to bring in this new year with some new, brand new mindsets, because we need to leave some of those old challenges and issues in the past so we can focus on some brand new things. So let's go ahead and clear the space and clear our spirits for the Lord to move in a groove so we can dive straight on into the word. So let's go ahead and gather up those challenges, those issues, those problems and situations we've been carrying with us for the past week, the past month, for however long we've been carrying with us. And let's go ahead and give them on over to the Lord now. Let's go ahead and just exhale those issues and challenges, those situations and problems. Go ahead and give them on to the Lord now. Just go ahead and exhale. Just... And now that we got some space to go ahead and to breathe on in, let's breathe in the promisings, the blessings, the good news, and the gospel that the Lord has coming up for us in the next in the next week, Lord, the next month. Lord, we'll take it in the next day, the next 30 minutes, Lord, the next 30 seconds. We will take all those breaths, those blessings, those promises, and the good news in the gospel. So let's go ahead and breathe in all of those good news and take it in now. Just go ahead and inhale. Just... Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive on into today, talking all about gratitude. As we go through life, we can find it very easy to be overwhelmed, to be consumed by constantly new problems, new challenges, and situations. Last week, we discussed on how important it is to focus on what is good in life, because when we don't, We oftentimes find ourselves slipping into counterproductive mindsets. Mindsets that make us idle instead of inspiring action. Mindsets that become disruptive instead of creating peace. Mindsets that fuel fear instead of faith. See, these mindsets are counterproductive to us, to our journey as believers, to our journey as people who want to be better than they were yesterday. It is our duty our responsibility, and simply to the benefit of our life, to release ourselves from these counterproductive mindsets. They ruin our relationship with friends. They ruin our relationship with family, with work, and most importantly, with ourselves and with God. When we focus on things that are unproductive, 
that are negative, things that simply slip into our mindsets and we have no attempt or no conscious effort to stop it, we find ourselves in these counterproductive mindsets. Last week we focused on focusing on what's good, and if you missed that, I would suggest going ahead and watching that afterwards. But one of the new ways, one of the new skills and tactics to help us understand and consciously focus on what is good is to focus on gratitude. See, in order for us to release these counterproductive mindsets, to focus on the kingdom and to enter the kingdom of Christ, to further its progress, we must focus in on gratitude. No verse better exemplifies this better than 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. And it begins by simply saying, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now for many when they hear things like gratitude, thanksgiving, praise, prayer, and worship, especially as it can be presented in this verse, sometimes it can often be presented that these things are required by God because God needs these things. As if God is like our iPhone that requires to be charged up because God's running low on blessings, miracles, or battery, and so God requires us to give thanks, to give gratitude, to give prayer and worship, but in reality, none of these things are for the benefit of God. God is an alpha and an omega God. Oftentimes in our relationship with the divine, we can sometimes see God, Jehovah Jireh, as a Santa Claus or a genie, simply waiting on our beck and call to provide blessings and miracles, but that simply is not the case. For those that have a relationship with, like, with God like that, it can be easy to assume that God requires your gratitude or your grace. But in reality, gratitude, grace, thankfulness, worship, and prayer, these things are not for God, but instead, they are for us. See, gratitude reorganizes our relationship not only with God, but with our world and with ourselves. One of the reasons we might find ourselves slipping into these counterproductive mindsets is because we have a misalignment with our understanding of gratitude. Because we go through these challenges and problems daily, we find it difficult to focus in on gratitude because we have a miseducation or a misdefinition of what gratitude is. And it's oftentimes not due to our own choice or our conscious effort to misalign gratitude away from what God has inspired. It's not our desire or our purpose to try and turn God into a genie instead of this divinely divine God or mother that takes care of us and preserves our future. But instead, it originates with simply the language that we use. See, in Hebrew, there is a different definition for what gratitude looks like than there is in Latin. English, the very common language of most, of most Westerners that speak a romantic language, they have the basis of Latin. And in Latin, the original word for gratitude is gratis, which simply means pleasing. So for those who come from a Latin-based language, gratitude must require something that is pleasing to you. But in reality, that is not always what's good for you. What's pleasing to you may be good or may be beneficial for this moment. It may feel good, but it may not be good for you in the long term. And one of the major things about our faith is recognizing what's not just good for you now, not what just is pleasing to you now, but what is good for you in the long run. 
See, in the original Hebrew, the word for gratitude is not just a word, but is instead a phrase. That phrase is hakarat hatav. Hakarat katav simply means to recognize the good. For many of us from a Latin-based language, we focus on gratitude, being thankful for things that are pleasing to us. We find it difficult to be thankful for things that pushed us, that challenged us. But you ask any educator, you ask anyone who's highly educated, anyone who spends time in the gym, anyone who attempts to better themselves and be more than they were yesterday, they will tell you that the most challenging things, the most difficult problems, The most complex situations have always been good for them because they made them stronger, better, smarter, more educated. We can't just be grateful for the things that please us. We must be grateful for all things because in any and all things, there is goodness. See, the Hebrew phrase for gratitude simply asks us to recognize the good in any in all things. Good is everywhere. We believe this because we hold that the Alpha and the Omega, that God that was here at the beginning and the end, and every moment in between is good. And if God is here from the beginning to the end, and in every moment in between, and God is good, then that must mean that there is something good in every single situation. There's something still to be gracious, to be thankful for, and that's why we can have gratitude. Gratitude isn't to refuel God. God is there in every situation, in every moment. God doesn't need to refuel a battery like our phone. This is not for God, but instead, gratitude is for us. It allows us to reorganize our relationship with God, with our world, and with ourselves. By keeping the focus on gratitude, we can see the positive, the good things that are occurring, the challenges that are pushing us to be better. We can see the silver lining. And although for many people, gratitude is used as an excuse to ignore what's negative, we're not ignoring what's negative, but we're still choosing to focus on what's positive and what's making us better. We're choosing to see how the negative, the challenges, the problems, the situations can turn out in our favor so that we simply won't sit there waiting for good to come because we recognize that good is all the time, anytime, because God is good. Gratitude is recognizing that there is good any and all times. God is good. And God is all the time. Gratitude is not for God. Gratitude is for us to reorganize our relationship with God, with our world, and with ourselves. Once we can recognize that the world is good, because God is abundant, Once we can have bad days, tough days, challenging days, difficult situations to where we simply say, thank God I made it. There's still some good in there. We can start to look at ourselves and see despite our problems, our shortcomings, our situations, our mistakes, that there's still some good in us. And because there's still some good in us, there can be more good in us tomorrow and then the next day. And then the next day, because if there's still some good in us, because there is some good out there in the world, despite how challenging the situation was, then we can recognize and see that we are worth saving. And it is just that easy. Gratitude is not focusing on just what's pleasing, 
but it's recognizing that there is good in any and all times. That God is good and abundant, an alpha and an omega God that's never left you and continues to provide you with everything that we need to make it to the next day. There is good in the world and there is good in you. And it is just that easy. This is your favorite radio reverend preach easy. This was my interpretation of First Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18. Let me know your interpretations down below. If you liked any part of this, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and I'll be praying for you till you hear from me again. Preach easy out.